step forward. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to another episode of the Then and Now podcast. I am one of your co-hosts, C. Diesel. Uh, to the left of me, I have Mr. King of the Comics, Professor E. Ethan Murphy. How my brother doing? How you doing today? And to the Great. right of me, I have the great, infamous Lelouch V. How you doing, my brother? Uh, no? okay, like, cool. I was Lelouch. almost excited for this because, like, I mean, you pointed in the right direction the first time, and then you pointed in the same direction twice. So it's like, <laughs> like you know what this is. Anyway, moving forward, we guys, guys, we have a special. <laughs> I refuse. I refuse. <laughs> I rebuke in the name of the Lord, the Father, the Son, and the Spirit. Moving on, guys, we have a very special guest today. Uh, for a while, we've been trying to get a cosplayer on the show, um, and this guy um, stood out to me on Facebook. I was kind of scrolling through Facebook feeds and things of that nature, and I noticed his work, and he had one costume that I really loved because it's one of the characters that I really love. Uh, so let's go ahead and bring my guy up. do 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 my man, how you doing? What's up, y'all? That looks sick. I was expecting the guys to glow like that because I saw you. Hey, that's like, yeah, I, okay. I wanted to bring an impact with it. I can't keep it like that because then I go blonde, but I have to do it for y'all. <laughs> I respect you. I appreciate it, man. So, really quickly, can you tell us how to pronounce your name? I keep saying LaShawn or LaShine. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, my name is Lashin. Lashin, okay. Lashin. And, and how, how do you pronounce the, the last name? Uh, Lashin Williams. <laughs> Williams, Williams, Williams. Okay, that's, the, part. He's, that's the easy part. That's the easy part. <laughs> he's he's one of Jesus' original disciples, so he kind of has this difficulty. <laughs> but we love someone him. Had, someone had to pick the dirt, but uh, yeah, yeah. But oh, Lashin, uh, first and foremost, thank you for coming on. We appreciate you giving us some of your time. Absolutely. Um, I was scrolling through Facebook and. I noticed you were working on some of the pieces of your costume that you have on now. Yep. Uh, I'll put I'll bring some up on the screen. I seen this piece in particular. I was like, man, that looks sick. Um, for people that have watched the show for a good amount of time, people will know that Green Lantern John Stewart is my favorite, one of my favorite heroes of all time. And we've done a lot, I've done we've done a lot of content covering him specifically. Um, I made a whole video essay on him covering it. So when I saw you uh doing that, I was like, Man, this is dope. This guy's doing amazing work. I gotta get him on the show, see how he's doing. Uh, but could you tell us just a little bit about you and uh, yourself? Absolutely. Yeah, so, you know, um, again, my name is Washeen. I have been um, cosplaying for 23 months now. Next month will make two years. Um, so I'm still kind of a rookie in the game, but um, I'm just the kind of person that, like, once I get into something, I put everything I have into it. So mm -hmm. I very quickly um, accumulated like 16 cosplays already. <laughs> and, um, you know, I've been to, you know, different shows. I've been a panelist. I've been in magazines, things of that nature, um, YouTube stuff. So um, I'm just like trying to make an impact. I almost never say no to any opportunity that comes cosplay-wise. So I just really want to get the exposure and I want to just help motivate other people that might be a little scared to, to get into the world. Great. Um, have you been to... Have you been to any cons yet with your cosplays? Mm -hmm. Any events? Yep. So I've done New York Comic Con three times. Um, I was a panelist at last year's New York Comic Con for cosplayers over 30. Um, letting people know that cosplay doesn't have an age you know, attached to it. Anybody can cosplay. Um, right. I did Fan Expo in Philly this year where I won my first cosplay contest as the Black Ranger. Um, Sick. Nice. Thank you. Thank you. 
I did um, Go Go Ranger Station uh, in Philly as well uh, over the summer, where I was a second place uh, finalist as well in the cosplay contest as Black Panther Ranger, uh, which is like a trademark cosplay. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I, I just just booked my tickets for uh, Baltimore Con uh, at the end of October, and I'm thinking about doing Rhode Island Con in uh, first week of November. That's crazy, oh, man. So if, so if you don't mind, like, yeah, let me ask real quick. Uh, it sounds like you have an accent. Um, are you where are you from originally? Um, that's just the New York in me. Um, I'm a New Yorker. <laughs> I'm born and raised <laughs> from Brooklyn. Um, I live in Jersey City now, but the the Brooklyn never never leaves out of me. Um, so that's like, <laughs> okay. is it Brooklyn or Bronx? But yeah, okay. <laughs> so man, I gotta ask you, no, what made you want to start? Oh, go ahead, go ahead. My bad, man. Go ahead, go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, you said you're a rookie. It was like, uh, that that piece that you have on there does not look like something a rookie would do. <laughs> right, yeah. and you said no. 16 cosplays in. I mean, my, my lady's all yeah. uh, is a cosplayer as well, and she, I think, she, what five, six cosplays at this point. Mm -hmm. Uh, but yes, yeah, so for you to be a 16, I, I would not, I would not say that's a rookie. Uh, it was a rookie, no, <laughs> no, no, not at all. Yeah, man. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I appreciate that. I mean, I guess I'm a rookie in the sense of I'm still learning. Like, up until mm -hmm. this year, I've only known about New York Comic Con. Like, I've never left this left the state to go to a con before, so I'm still learning mm -hmm. about what's out there, what's 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 hot in the streets. Um, and um, you know, just trying to like perfect the craft, you know, because like a lot of us, you know, there's there's but you know, ultimately there's, there's a finite number of, of superheroes and villains. So I try to like step outside the box. And I, if I'm going to do something that somebody else is doing, I want to do it my own way. Mm -hmm. uh, so, you know, Power Ranger cosplay, super, super popular, obviously. We all grew up on Power Rangers. Justice League, super popular as well. So I kind of, that's where I came with the idea to blend the two. Same with my Black Panther Ranger. Like I just, I'm the kind of guy that just, I have to come out with something that nobody else is doing. Right. Um, so that's just the way my right. brain works. No, that makes perfect sense. Uh, I was going to ask you about as far as the mashups because they're mm -hmm. fun mashups. Even the one you're wearing right now, the Green Ranger um, mm -hmm. meets the Green Lanterns, a really cool one. It makes sense, but yeah, it's a really cool idea. I like that. Absolutely, right. thank you. So well, what, I, I will say this idea, the concept wasn't from me. Um, the uh, uh, at Marcus, Marcus the Visual, uh, Marcus Williams. He's on um, Instagram. He drew the original. Uh, it went very, it went viral um, over the summer. Uh, he had, it call, he calls them Stygian Rangers. So he had like Storm as the White Ranger. He had um, John Stewart as the Green Ranger. So when I saw that, I was like, "That's amazing!" I'm gonna try to see if I can bring it to life. So I asked his permission, um, and then you know I wanted to bring it to life, but mine is different. Like my shield is different. The way it lights up is different. The mask is different. So I still wanted to put my own spin on it, but his it was his concept. So I just want to put that out there. Sure. Yeah, I remember seeing that over the summer. Uh, it was dope. Like I remember that when I first saw that picture, I was like, "Oh, this is sick." Yeah. And then I saw you cosplaying. I'm like, "Oh, this is this is dope all around." Um, a question I have for you is, what inspired you to start your journey of cosplay in general? Like, what made you want to start doing it? Absolutely. So I'm I'm from Brooklyn, like I said before, and you know I'm I'm born in the '80s, raised in the '90s. So you know, back in the '90s, you know. You couldn't, you, I don't know how it was for y'all coming up, but for us, you couldn't admit that you were into comics, superheroes, cartoons, stuff like that. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. They was coming for you, right? 
So I, I always loved, you know, I was an artist, like to draw. So I loved comic books. I love drawing my own people. I love making stuff up. But then, you know, you got the, you know, back then people just weren't tolerant, right? Girls wasn't trying to talk to you, you know, stuff like that. So I had to hide all of that. As I got older and became more of myself and couple that with the emergence of like the MCU and nerd culture now being pop culture, you put it all together and this was the time. That's the way I looked at it. You know, the 2010s, 2020s, this is the time Like we can get to do this. And we're looked at as the um, innovators and as the pioneers. Um, and I just don't want the new generation to feel like they can't cosplay because they look like us, you know, the color of our skin. They they grew up where we grew up. You know what I mean? Um, anybody can cosplay and I'm going to be the one to take the heat, you know, and, and let people troll me and, and say stupid stuff online and, you know, m try to make me feel bad because I can take it. I can take the heat so that nobody else has to. Got you. Quick question. I'm noticing all those medals behind you. Where, what are those for? Can you yeah, elaborate on that? Absolutely. So these are my Spartan uh, and optical course race medals. That's kind of how the cosplay thing even began. I run obstacle races, right? So like I'm like jumping over fire, crawling under barbed wire, jumping Jesus. off 20 foot cliffs. It's like crazy stuff like that, right? Wait, did you say jumping 20 foot cliffs? Yeah, into water. I didn't just oh, jump. Water. There's, there's water. There's, 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 there's like, am I, am I, uh, is, is he really a real power ranger? He's, I was about to say, he's a real life power ranger. Yeah, I said that mad so like what so, you're saying is you're not cosplaying, you're just suiting up. I got yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's that's your actual wardrobe. Oh my god. So like I would jump, you know, I would do all of these obstacle course races, and a lot of people wear like a Batman t-shirt or a Superman tank top, you know, stuff like that. So again, like I said, just the way I am, I just can't do what everybody else is doing. So I was like, how can I take this to another level? Like I want to motivate people when they're running. Um and I want to like look cool doing these doing these uh, obstacles. So I came up with like, hey, instead of just doing a Superman shirt, why not throw in a whole cape and the whole you know get up? You know, I did a Deadpool with the swords and the guns and all of that. I did um, Batman. So these were just like you know amateur like compression gear from Amazon.com with a rubber mask. And I would mm -hmm. run as Black Panther and stuff like that. I once ran on this mountain. Uh, it was it was thirty degrees snowing out. And I had the Black Panther gear on to keep me warm. So it was freezing. And I ran, I did three miles and like 30 obstacles, all with the claws on and everything. God. <laughs> this guy is a superhero for real. <laughs> what are we doing? What are we yeah, doing? You, you called it. You called it, buddy. He said, I never freeze. By the way, if you see behind him, he has medals, which means he wins these things. He doesn't do it. He actually wins <laughs> right, right. It's, it's bigger than that. It's so much bigger than that, right? So I do all of this kind of stuff, and I was just like, this was like this was my intro into cosplay, but it was just amateur level, like I said. And then I went to one Comic-Con in 2018 or so, and I was like, oh, my God, and I saw a real cosplay. Like, I'm not, not to say that. The amateur stuff isn't real. I shouldn't say that. More so um, hardcore. Let's call it hardcore. Sure. I saw the hardcore cosplayers, and I was like, I don't know if I want to put my money into it like that, but that's cool. And I, it took a few years. Um, I was I was really nervous to dip my toe into it. But in 2021, you know, January 2021, I got my first real suit made, my Black Panther suit. Um, and from then on, I was just, I couldn't be stopped. Like, I was just like, I got to do another suit. I got to do another suit. And, you know, I found my resources. I got my, you know, my connects people to help me you know, bring these suits into life. And 
I just I won't stop now. <laughs> no, don't stop. No, don't stop. I mean, by the way, having seen the medals, I'm pretty sure nothing could stop you. You're basically <laughs> a, a, a black juggernaut. Um, but the other thing I want to know, you mentioned the idea of getting your suits made. Yeah. So do you, you yourself make more of your own suits or do you work with, um, I guess, uh, cosplay designers to make to sure. get your suits made or how does that come about? Sure. So it's a great question there. Um, I'm of the belief that, you know, even if you don't make your own suits, that doesn't make you any less of a cosplayer. Um, it's all about putting your own spin on it. Um, that's that's the creativity of it. So I'm not a creator per se. Um, I, I, I enhance things. Um, like I have these, um, I'm doing Homelander right now, and I got these uh, oh. 3D printed eagles for the shoulders. And I did the, the primer, the sanding, the uh, spray paint to make them gold. I did that, but I didn't 3D print them. You know, I don't know how to use that machine. Um, so I, I, I find, you know, I make the, I come up with this, with the designs, I find people that, um, I've worked with a couple of times on different projects. They'll team with me to do these, like for my, um, uh, you know, even this, this mask, you know, I didn't make the mask. Um, uh, I found someone on Etsy who was able to come up with it for me. The shield, uh, late night graphics does all my shields. Um, they also did one for David Yost, the actual original Blue Ranger. Um, and he, uh, he unboxed it on like on, on, on Instagram and it was like a crazy thing. Um, so like, you know, JT quantum, he helps me with my, with my power ranger helmets, um, sculptor Jess, she helps me with the, with the morphers. So I'll design what I want or give them an idea. And then they help me bring it to life. That's sick. That's sick, man. <laughs> so I got to ask you from Brooklyn. Yep. So obviously you knew it was coming. When is the Miles Morales cosplay coming, or have you already done that? I mean, my so my son cosplays with me. Um, okay. Yeah, he's fourteen. He looks like Miles. Like he got the the hair. He got the the big nose. <laughs> he looks he looks <laughs> like Miles. So when that when that Into the Spider Verse came out, I was like, Yo, Jay, I know you don't like to, you know, this is my thing. You know, I love it way more than him, and he's the teenager. But he he does it for me. You know, he he has the Miles Morales. Um, I'm, I'm happy. To show you guys he doesn't do like the whole insta thing though so it's on my instagram but if you mm -hmm. see it he crushes miles morales like never like never before it's uh one other question i have too then he obviously bring the miles morales homelander is there any dream cosplay for you maybe it's something that you you uh, are a little nervous about tackling right now or you don't think you have the ability to do it for what a b or c is there a certain character that you it's that your ultimate uh, dream to cosplay as in some Fantastic capacity. question. The ultimate cosplay for me is Spawn. Spawn. Ooh. Yeah. Okay. Okay. That's you, you see. Once, once, once that name drops, everybody who knows who Spawn is, oh, everybody, yeah. right? So it's like if I if I'm gonna do it, I gotta bring it like on right. some next level, shut the game down type, you know, ish. So yeah. Spawn, I'm a little nervous on. Um, but I'm gonna do it. I can already tell you guys, like nothing, nothing stopping me. Spawn's coming. Right. I'm not gonna say when, but it's let's just say it's already on my mind, and I'm making that dream come true. Fantastic. And also with Spawn, is it a mashup, or is it is all it's all through? Okay, and that's real. Spawn. Okay, one hundred percent. And uh, and you don't have to tell us because you said it's it's a it's a secret. But just uh, blink once for yes, or blink uh, twice for no. If it's going to be around Halloween, because it seems most <laughs> secrets out. It's, it's it's dropping Halloween or a little bit before Halloween. I'll have it before, but I'm not going to unveil it to anybody 
until the weekend of Halloween. Perfect, perfect. Ooh, first time. It's exclusive, exclusive. They're yeah, now exclusive. It's, it's exclusive. You guys are the first to know. All right. Whoa. This is not us. This is also, I, I'd like to say, we do plan on being at LA Comic Con in December. So if you want to come through, it'd be dope to meet you. And we're going to try to vlog yeah. some of that stuff. It'd be good to kind of get that going. Because, yeah, again, you're dope. Thank yeah, you. we, we definitely get some exclusive pictures with you and everything. And of course, this is a big, a big question we had to ask. The cape. Now, the cape is such a big uh, part of Spawn's mm-hmm. outfit, and it yeah. moves and it breathes. You yeah. mentioned that you have a, a young buck, a son that's fourteen. Mm-hmm. Is he going to play as the cape with you? Will it be like a, like a, a, a <laughs> double, double combination? So, <laughs> no. So, um, so as far as the design goes, I can't speak too much on it. But I agree with you. The cape has a life of its own. It does. Um, my wife is my dedicated uh, cos handler, so to speak. I can't do any of this without her, especially going to cons. So she's going to help me. She doesn't know it yet. Hopefully she'll do it. <laughs> she'll find out. She's going to bring the cape to life for me. And as I'm walking, she's going to make it do what it do. Oh, that's fantastic. That's Ooh. fantastic. I love that's it. sick, I love man. It. I've seen that too. I've seen somebody do something like that before too. But did, uh, Dev, wasn't there like recently, was it King Spawn or something? A version of Spawn that's like even more souped up version? Mm. So literally, yeah, where it's like God Spawn, I think is what God, it's called. Is it where God he, Spawn? he literally like becomes God, but he's he's like an angel pretty much. He's like huge angel wings. I've seen that. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's it's weird, bro. It's it's wild. That whole plot line is wild because he pretty much like fights God and Satan and like beats them and then he becomes God himself. Whoa! Yeah. Then, so it, it, so, it, so I'm, I'm curious to see how how ham uh, the song goes with uh, or the shin goes with uh, Williams. I shouldn't have said that because now my mind is racing. Mm-hmm. Wings? Do I got a wing guy? Like it's already starting. <laughs> Hey, please. We got to. I got to see that one. I got to see that see one. It. Yeah, we got to see it. And, and again, we we will be. If you go to, if you come to LA Comic Con, we will be there. We have the table set up. Please. When is this? Uh, it's December. Is it twelfth or thirteenth? It's a, It's before the holiday. In December. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. But we'll be there. If you if you do come to LA, we'll glad. We will gladly, gladly, gladly have you at our table. You can be our uh, our booth girl slash. <laughs> <laughs> Give him a sign and have him point directly to the table. Like, hey, come on. Right, right. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, but, Lashawn, I know you have an event coming up that you wanted to plug for the show. Could you tell us oh, a lot about that? Thank you for giving me this opportunity. Absolutely. So, mm-hmm. for any of your viewers that are on the East Coast, um, specifically in New York slash New Jersey area, next this Friday coming up is Cosplay Karaoke. It is my event that I have uh, headlined myself. Um, I've organized it. My homegirl owns the bar, and she came to me like, hey, Lashin, I see what you're doing with cosplay. Um, is there any uh, any way you think you could, like, bring this community to Brooklyn? And I, I'm like, that's a great idea. It's where I'm from. This is like a full circle moment. You know, when I grew up in Brooklyn, you walk around in a Spider-Man get up, you get tested, you know. But now we live in a society where <laughs> I can have all of these cosplayers come to Brooklyn, where I grew up and cosplay with no repercussions, like, and just have fun with it, get on the mic and sing, and it's gonna be an amazing time. Um, Friday, it's at that bar in Park Slope, Brooklyn, um, 8 p.m. start time till whenever we, we get tired. We partying all night, let's get it. Awesome. Oh, gotta get the dude from the, uh, the New York, you know the New York things I'll have in the skits where I have to do with the Spider-Man suit on, with the, the New York hat on? Yeah, it's crazy. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> With the Sims on too. 
Yeah, you gotta have Tim's. You gotta have the Tim's. Gotta have the Tim's on. Oh god. <laughs> uh, but I have to ask this one last question uh, because I, you mentioned um, how you are you were born in the '80s and raised in the '90s, and how there's a time when, of course, it was not cool to be into blurred culture at all. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Roughly ballpark, uh, how old are you? So uh, mid thirties. Okay. My mid thirties, and um, just you know, I, I I have an old soul, and um, I just remember I have a great memory. So like I really remember exactly what it was like for us coming up, and whenever I tell the stories, just every every blurred has a story, you know, similar to mine. Whether they got and and I never necessarily got teased or like beat up, so to speak. So I I knew how to straddle the line, but a lot of people don't. Like you know, I knew how to be the cool guy but also kind of the nerdy guy at the same time but a lot of people don't find that balance unfortunately mm -hmm. so i do this for them you know I, I try to show them that especially you know I'm, I'm married i have a very successful job i have a child you know i'm and i get to cosplay i get to do all of these things that you know people try to tell nerds that they can't do oh no girl's ever going to want to get with you you're never going to have a family you're 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 never going to be successful because your head is always in those comic books not the case not the case. You can do whatever you want. There's no, there's no one size fits all lifestyle that you have to choose. Um, you know what I mean? Put your hand in different pots. Do what you want to do. Be who you want to be. If you're not hurting anybody, don't listen to nobody about telling you you can't do it. That's fantastic. And we and we are recording this, so we actually yeah. are, are gonna that will be our actually we're gonna put that onto a plaque and carry it around everywhere we go uh, as, as a as our, new, as our new creed. Uh, that's great. Pretty much, yeah. I'm clipping that. I'm clipping that for sure. Yeah, I couldn't uh, agree more. I, I mean, I mean, literally just put that as actual uh, TikTok. I love it. I love it. <laughs> uh, Lashim, before we let you go, there's something that we have special planned for you specifically that we wanted to run with you. So yeah. I will run the, the intro for it. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Yes. Yes. Maybe some of this. Maybe some of that. It's either all, baby. What do you That was nasty. That was nasty. That was gross. That was gross. That was amazing. That was, that was, oh my God. We apologize, Lachine. At this show, we do get very, very silly sometimes, but it's only because Dev and I want to bother Otis, make him just feel. Make him laugh. Making him laugh makes us happy. We're making uh, you do I, ASMR at some point, though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, as, I'm not sure if you can tell it all from that video, but this is a segment we call Either Or. And mm -hmm. basically what it boils down to is we ask our guests yep. uh, a question, either or. Would you yep. rather have this or have this? Yep. And obviously with you, because you did a mashup of the Green Ranger and the Green Lantern, the question comes down to, would you rather be uh, exclusively the Green Ranger with all of his powers and backstory um, or the Green Lantern. Now, I'm guessing that we're going more or less with Jon Stewart. Or yep. it, it, Okay. Yeah. yeah. So, so we'll say, yeah. We'll say the Green Ranger, I guess Tommy, and the, or the Green Lantern, uh, specifically Jon Stewart. And show, right. you, you gotta show your work, too. Gotta show your work. All right. Oh, no, I got you. I got you. All right. So this is going to... So here's what I got to say, right? And, and, and I, I love both characters. But if I had to pick either or, I'm going Green Lantern, John Stewart. And here, here's my reason. I love, mm. Tommy. I love Tommy. And today is JDF's birthday. I don't know if y'all knew that. He so did. Jason Davis, Frank's birthday. So I'm sorry, Tommy. I met you twice this year, and I'm sorry I can't pick you. But here's my reasoning. 
For one, the Green Ranger starts off evil. He stay getting his mind taken over. Like, come on, dude, focus. Stop letting Rita take over your mind. <laughs> Two, his powers are limited. Once that candle blows out, he loses his powers anyway. That's mad trash. <laughs> For three, um, as much as I love the Green Ranger, the Green Lantern, like the power of his will, he can make his ring do anything he wants. So with that said, I can use my ring's will to give me the Green Ranger's powers anyway. Dragon Dagger a motherfucker real fast. You know what I mean? True. So that's, I love it. <laughs> that's fair enough. I can't I can't argue with any of that. Fair enough. You got it. Fair. That's cool. Yeah. Clean. Um, have you seen uh, any of the, the comics for, for the Power Rangers? The Boom comics? Um, I haven't gotten into them yeah. yet. I know how great they are. Um, I do have the um, the Battle for the Grid video game, which is a lot of that is based mm. from taken from that comic. So I know mm. a lot of the backstory. I know about Lord Draken. He's I love that guy. Um, but again, if it's just Green Ranger versus Green or Green Lantern, I'm going Lantern. Oh, God. Fair. Hey. That's fair. That's fair. And just like that, you're one of my favorite guests. Just like that. Just like <laughs> no, that. I mean, he's a legit. I mean, obviously, regardless, you're still a legit guest. Uh, your accent, your accent alone is, is it makes you near the top of our list. Uh, <laughs> you're the second New York we've had on the show so far. Yeah, well, Rizzy, at least, mm -hmm. Rizzy, yeah, yeah. yeah. But uh, but uh, but that was great, fantastic. Thank you so much for joining us, but that was. Uh, oh man, no, this was yeah. cool. I'm so happy y'all y'all asked me to be a part of this. I can't wait to see like the final product and. Like I'm gonna definitely blast this all over the socials and have people um, subscribe um, to your channel. I appreciate that, man. Thank you so much. Um, could you tell everybody where to find you at, real quick? Your social? Oh yeah, absolutely. So um, the best place to find me is on Instagram. I don't understand how to use TikTok or Snapchat, so um, <laughs> Insta is the best way to get me um, at T'Challa Sheen. So it's literally T'Challa, like Black Panther T'Challa, and then Lashin, my actual name. So it just kind of worked out, so I went with that. So T'Challa Sheen. Mm -hmm. Oh, you'll find me on Instagram. So is it T? Gotcha. Uh, I'm, I'm trying to put it in here while we're talking. Let me see if this is it. Let me see. I'm, I'm guessing. Here we go. Ready? Three, two, one. How lucky am I? Like that. That's perfect. That's perfect. Hey! That's perfect. perfect. Hey. All right. Well, dope, man. Again, thank you so much for coming on. And everybody, uh, if you would, if you're in Brooklyn, you're in the area, go check out his yeah, cosplay karaoke please, September 9th. If this is a success, I'm going to try to run it every um, every two months. Um, and I, I just really want to bring cosplay to the New York and just show everybody that we could do this too. Fantastic. Dope, man. Again, thank you for coming on, and we will see you next time, man. We'll get you back on the show. Thanks, everybody. Spawn Cape. <laughs> Spawn Cape. <laughs> Dope. Well, man, that was Dope. sick. Again, for our first cosplayer, I can't ask for much, anyone better than that. That was sick. Nah, he, was, he was great. He was, he was great, great, dude. He was really man. good. Uh, he, he, he did. Uh, he, Probably shouldn't have gone to Green Lantern, John Stewart. But other than that, he was uh, spot on. I, mean, I like the ring. It's though. not really a comparison with powers, though. Like, I mean, you have it a guy is. that can fly. Like, yeah, it's, it's there's logic. Pretty much anything with his ring versus a Power Ranger. Like, I mean, it's not it's not really like an even <laughs> power scale there. You're not wrong. Right. You're not wrong. It's just John Stewart. Nah. Speaking of rings, speaking of rings, Ooh. let's go ahead and get to the next one. Hey, hey, hey. That's, I'm, that's, like, that. That's I'm like that. I'm like that. I'm like that. I'm him. We, we, can't, we, can't, we can't do any more segues because that's the, that's the best <laughs> one we'll ever do. We got to retire segues in general from now on. <laughs> uh, moving on. So, guys, we talked about wanting to cover this a little bit ago. That being Lord of the Rings, uh, the Rings of Power. Yeah. I self watched it. I think oh, last you have night the, I watched. Yeah, the footage, the uh, 
Oh, yeah, yeah. Let me bring that up. Yeah, yeah. So while we're talking about this for people that are on Twitch, we're going to be sharing uh, gameplay from Sh- uh, Middle or Shadow of Mordor. Shadows Mordor War. or War? Shadow War. Oh, the second one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a good one. I'll set the stream manager to... Bet. But me watching, I watched the first episode last night and the second one, this the first one last night, the first second one this morning. Um, I'm loving it so far, man. Me myself, um, I have not I've yet to watch like all the original Lord of the Ring movies. Um, the most of the experience I have is through these two games, actually. So when I watched the series, the third of the series, and getting to see that they had Killer Brimbor and Galadriel being a part of the show, I'm like, oh man, for the little bit of Lord of the Rings lore and knowledge I do know of, having two of the big characters that were in the games be a part of the series, I'm excited. I'm hoping that means we get um Shadow of Mordor or like a show based on the game at some point in the future. That's what I would hope for as a fan of that particular part of the verse because we have these characters here now. But, you know, we'll see where it goes. We'll see where it goes. If, um, if they did that, if they, if they made a movie of this game or even or just had something along the lines of what's his name, Tarion or Tariento, whatever his name is, mm-hmm. that'd be crazy dope. Yeah. yeah so um, what, did you, what did you guys think? Oh, my bad. Go ahead. No, uh, well, a couple of things. I'll, I'll, I'll do both. Uh, so I would love to see this game made into a series. Like that would be amazing. Um, only reason I I, I have I'm a little bit skeptical of it is just because that game is a Warner Brothers title, mm-hmm. so it, it might be a little bit difficult for Amazon to be able to uh, take that story and adapt it. But I mean, if they find a way to get that license and right for it, then please, by all means, do this immediately. Yeah. Um, but going up uh, onto the the series though, uh, I I enjoyed it. Um. The, the token black guy, all puns intended, was pretty solid. Um, <laughs> um, I'm looking forward to seeing him actually shoot some of those arrows. I hope he does. Hopefully, he does those well. Um, mm-hmm. uh, seeing uh, like young Galadriel and see her that she had the opportunity to go into like you know Middle Earth heaven and chose not to and swam back. I mean, that was pretty cool. Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Getting to actually see the Calibrimbor and like the processes that he meant to uh he went through to build those towers. I'm really excited to see that. Yeah. So I mean there's there's a lot of positives there. Um uh, I'm, I'm I'm looking forward to seeing more. What are you guys thinking? Yeah, so I I um and I'm not sure I don't think I talked to Otis about it yet. The first episode I was I was struggling. I was like, oh this is a bit mm-hmm. slow shit. Just slow, slow, slow. It's mm-hmm. a slow burn. It's kind of just like there's no nothing really happening here and there was no impetus at all. And then it got to the second episode. It's like, okay, cool. I would almost say, like, if you haven't watched this show yet, skip the first episode. Watch the uh, recap. Watch this. Watch the second episode. <laughs> watch the recap about the first episode, and you'd be fine. I, I mean, am I wrong? No, you're completely you're right. Not, yeah, completely you're not wrong. wrong. Yeah. You're not so, because in, in the second episode, things actually do happen. Things move about. Um, some of the it's weird because one of the things you talk about when the storytelling is pacing, right? Don't worry, I'm not gonna nerd out about storytelling. But there's they would set something up where you'd see, like, for example, there's a part where uh, our boy Elrond is doing something, and as he's getting ready to get into the games with somebody else to do these things, you see him like, like swing his hammer once, and then it cuts from there. It's like, this isn't really the moment of tension. Why are we cutting so fast? Why not wait till something's actually happening? Or we mm-hmm. see our boy, uh, the token Black Archer, he's like, he's like, well, there's a tunnel down here. I'm going to go down this tunnel. He jumps in the tunnel, and it cuts away. It's like, well, there's no... We, you could have waited till there was something, an actual kind of a moment of tension to cut from there, like a cliffhanger, that, that, that kind of something setting things up better. It's a little weird they, the way they pace it and cut it. That being mm-hmm. said, 
I do. I, I was still engaged in the second episode, and I do still want to see where the story unfold, where the story goes. I had heard that this show is the quote unquote most expensive show um, made to date. That title keeps. I mean, shows keep having getting more and more expensive. But supposedly, Wait, this hearing is the most, it like ever. That's what I heard. It, that's what I, that's what I heard. That's what I, I heard. can see it because there's a lot of like the the combination of practical effects and the special effects they added and how good they are. I can see yeah. it. That's what I yeah, heard. I mean, uh, the in the quality of the film and some of the shots that they get, you can see that they put money into it. Just knowing that this is the most expensive show ever, mm-hmm. like yeah. that puts extra pressure on Amazon to pull this off. Because I mean, if you can't make the most expensive show ever look good, yeah, that's a yeah. problem. That's a problem. And also, if these are, to the best of my knowledge, the actors, the leads, none of them are really big. Like for example, with Lord of the, I'm sorry, with Game of Thrones in the last in the final seasons, they all became such household names part of the budget was paying them um, mm-hmm. these are all no-name actors for the most part no offense but if the budget is that high already without having to compensate the actors i can only imagine it get even more expensive later on well do you know the budget's not part like the actors aren't part of the budget is that no no i think they it, it, uh, i'm not entirely sure i'm not entirely sure but i do believe that it, it means overall the the entire like for game of thrones they did when they or even movies when they, when they talk about budgets they mean that like that uh, what's it called end game cost mm-hmm. towards some million dollars that's including robert Downey jr and all them paying those mm-hmm. all those leads their their cuts so that's sick man um i hope the show can live up the expectations for you guys i know me i have no expectations going into it outside of yeah. seeing just seeing again the characters that i'm familiar with like keller brimboard and galadriel like do their thing um yeah so far it looks dope though biggest thing for me that i really liking so far is that i'm loving that there are black characters woven into this fantasy universe like finally seamlessly. right finally, um yeah biggest one to me finally. is homeboy like the uh Boris friend with the the dwarfing woman um yeah. she's just like it, it's, it's weird to say that she's just like unapologetically black she's just like really expressive she's, and she's well great. maybe not yeah she's dope i love she's her great. so much she, she has because the thing is the first episode too and i could be wrong if i'm wrong let me know i'm old i'm old as shit it was like the everyone that was speaking was because a lot of them were elves. They were all just speaking mm-hmm. very stiff and boring. And mm-hmm. I was, I had it took me a couple of times to watch it because I was falling asleep. Mm-hmm. Again, I'm old. But once mm-hmm. you got to the second episode with uh with Doran, which, which was Elrond's like, buddy and Doran's wife, I can't remember her name unfortunately. They were awesome. Just watching, I mean, watching her like mm-hmm. pal around and stuff. I saw the trailers for upcoming content. She's singing her ass off. She's, I mean, she's a very mm-hmm. large on life character. And like you're, and you're, you're not wrong, Dev. She is kind of like unapologetically, unapologetically black in this show. I mean, she's a female dwarf, which is unusual for us to see, and she's a black character in Middle Earth, which is unusual to see. So I, I love that this show is actually doing something different when we're used to. All right, I got. I ain't gonna lie to you. If I'm in this verse, I may want to be a dwarf because dwarves are like the only way they have fun, bro. They were having I fun. Mean, I mean, they were I mean, the the lifestyle of dwarves is nice, but it, it just watch watch the other movies to see how that goes. Oh, for yeah, I know what you mean because uh, yeah. this this is set this is set before that. Yeah, this is one hundred seventy yeah, years before. Yeah, yeah. This this, there's a very famous scene in that in in that place that they're living in that comes up uh, in the first Lord of the Rings movies. Yeah, it, yeah. Yes, I, I saw that. I noticed that too. Is it the dragons? No, no. no. It's, uh, this is uh, you shall not pass. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. I've seen. Yeah, see, I've seen the first one. I've seen the first one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah they well, mentioned that. Name too. That whole fight and everything happens there. 
the, the oh, troll damn. the um yeah. oh my god <laughs> that's yeah so all those calls you see with people doing stuff and being lively that's all they're all Ooh. wiped out it's 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 a yeah. full holocaust of dwarves yeah. that happens. They, they mentioned they mentioned building's name and everything too that's how bad it is um yeah that's deep yeah so it, but 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 before that i mean it's they were a few years away from that or quite a few years away from that um but yeah uh, yeah. Not to mention, also they show the, they show old boy that Lee Pace plays in the Hobbit. They show him the elf that plays him essentially like a younger version of him. And the elves, you know, abandon the door <laughs> doors mm -hmm. when uh, smog. So, so the dwarves, dwarves are definitely are definitely the niggas of the <laughs> of the Middle Earth. We, that, we can establish that, right? I mean, am I am I, am I wrong? The niggas I'm of old. Middle Earth is crazy. I'm, I'm old. <laughs> Not wrong. <laughs> they do everything and then get fucked over in the end by every. Oh my God! You just I mean, blew my mind. You just I mean. If, if they if they start doing a part where they're like using the sledgehammers and like, you want to sing Negro spirituals? Is that what you're trying to tell me right now? If they start seeing Negro hymns and spirituals, it's like, well, they, at least they're aware. At least these showrunners know what they're doing. I'm, I'm I'm leaving that there. I'm leaving okay, that there. Okay, okay. We'll, we'll I got a I got some shade slash a segue. If you guys are uh, willing to let me do this here, yes. Go ahead. Go ahead. Shoot your shot, my boy. Uh, House of Dragons is still better. <laughs> That's the segue. Into it. I guess I guess it's a segue. I guess it's a segue. So go ahead. Since you brought it up, go ahead. Tell us how you feel, my boy. What's on your heart? All right. So so going into the the second week of House of Dragons, um, just getting to see more of Morbius villain be a better villain than this. Seeing Rhaenyra boss up the way she does, I mean, and I guess that's taken care of, and seeing how much of a bitch this king is, because what is wrong with this man? Yeah. What is what is what is going on with this guy? Yeah. Like, yeah, uh, he's he's about to fuck, he's, he's yes, yeah, about to fuck up the whole kingdom just for uh, for uh, we're not going. I'm not going to throw spoilers, but uh, I'm well, really enjoying well, House of well. Dragons. No, I'm. I'm actually. I'll be honest. I'm loving House of Dragon. Uh, there's no. There's no contest between this. Are you now? I, yes, I, I know. I was in deep protest. <laughs> I was in deep protest to it because I was like, I was really, really burnt out of the uh, the show. But then I watched the behind the scenes. I mean, Y'all urged me to watch it, of course. Watch this show, mm -hmm. and I watched the behind the scenes with the current, the new showrunners and how and what they're doing, and they seem very much more on top of things. I watched some other work mm -hmm. too. It's like, okay, no, I'm, 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 Benioff and Wise. <laughs> I don't know if they were ever the right guys for it. Uh, these guys are very much that like they had to earn their stripes from a, from a longer trek to get where they did. Um, so I, I'm really behind them, and I listen to them talk about what they're trying to do. Uh, beginning with Otis, was, Otis was saying though, the king, yeah, he's yeah. the old expression that heavy weighs the crown. His neck is not designed for a crown. He's Ooh. he can't he can't make definitive decisions as far as say you know what, like, fuck off, we're doing this. This has to happen. I'm the king. Get off my nuts. He's very much like being. <laughs> Toss all around, he's, and he's doing decisions that are kind of like damning him or his kingdom or whatnot. I mean, if he had, if he had feelings, actual feelings for old girl, for his daughter's best friend, I would say, yo, hook up with her on the side, marry this little, you know, little chick over duh, here. It's, duh. Like, it's, it's, it's fine. I get it, man. I get it. I get it. But you're a king. You can do whatever you want. Marry old girl. She's only twelve now. I mean, she can't. You can't actually do anything with her. No one will look anyways around you. If you bang other girl over here on the side and then wait another three or four years and have a kid with this one, no one will. No one will. And okay. It'll, it'll appease this dude. Let's let's I, get I, into. I'll be wrong. I'll be wrong, Dan. Let's get into messed up. Let's. I give homeboy some leniency because let's like talk about messed up the situation is. 
the alternatives that were presented to him was marry your 12 year old like i guess niece is there because related at that point yes distant so marry your distant niece or your daughter's best friend which that one probably is more that was his choice because now you're already going through like you're going through all kinds of turmoil because your wife just died because you tried to save your son and now she's the only one consoling you so it's like damn she was nice to me and i will say as a man you can get me to do a lot of things as a woman if you're just like kind to me. Like I don't have to like beg for you to say nice things to me. Of you're just there to course. listen. That's an underrated thing. So I'm like, you're going through all that, and these are your decisions. Marry your daughter's uh, friend who you already know your daughter's gonna hate you for that, or your niece of 12 years old. I'm like, that's a tough decision. And then on but top of that, you have this illness that's like eating away at you. You don't know what it is. Yeah, we don't know it's what like that is. You're dying, yeah. and you have to make these decisions for the future. Yeah, he's rotting. I think. Uh, yeah, you're right. Uh, and 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 that's fair. It's fair. I think one thing because she is so the 12 year old. If he's like, yo, there's urgency. I need to have a kid next week. A 12 year old ain't gonna give it to you. It's like that's logical. Mm-hmm. What, what, what are we talking about here? But at the same time, at the same time, it it, it is yeah. you are knowingly yeah, dividing good. your house. He knew when he said, uh, uh-uh, uh, to old brother with the. <laughs> with, the, with the bleach blonde uh, dreads and cornrows, like, yeah, this I know this is gonna make things really, really difficult. And he still did it. The problem is that he he knew that guy was too powerful to to screw over. He knew he was gonna he, and he did it. He stands up and walks out right in front of him. Mm-hmm. So I think he the, 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 to be as you know on this show, Otis is the most pragmatic one of us. He's right. The most pragmatic decision would have been for him to actually say, okay, I'm officially marrying her to keep our houses united and do all this kind of stuff. But I am more or less in love with this 15-year-old chick. Add me all you want. I'm going to do some stuff with her on the side over here. By the way, if I have a bastard with this chick, that bastard could, could, could carry on my name um, until old girl, the little small small 12-year-old is old enough to have a kid. So I think that's as dirty as it might seem. He should have married one for politics, should have hooked up with the other one for love, and kind of kept it safe. And then yeah, Chris. The fact that he literally had the conversation with Rhaenyra that he was considering accepting that proposal. And then you turn around instead of doing what your, your, your daughter already, like, you know, co-signed with you. Like, hey, <laughs> dad, thumbs up. Go marry my cousin, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, she did, yeah, that's true. He goes and says, oh, yo, no, but I was smashing your friend, though. Like, it's cool, yeah. right? That's cool. Is it? Is it cool? Yeah. Yeah, there's a difference between him and me. Like, yo, I'm in love with your best friend. And yo, I have to marry, remarry someone that's not your mom, that's you know, related to. It. Yeah, he he didn't. He definitely chose his words carefully. Yeah, to hit on this comment from Chris. Yes, Chris, this is uh, this is about ten times worse than the Buttercup stuff we went through with Ethan. This is, this is tough. This is tough. <laughs> this is tough. <laughs> uh, speaking of little green women, or oh, big green women in general, okay. uh, let's okay. let's get into this controversy with She Hulk, man. That's a solid B plus. The problem was the, the original was like up here A plus plus. I know, was, I know. It wasn't was too bad, and then yours is so it's it's just that the the first one was so good. Everything else, it's, it's hard to follow greatness, man. It's just tough. It's hard I ain't gonna hold you. Um, this She Hulk so far, this specific episode, the recent one that came out, has caused a lot of controversy. I want to go ahead and get this out the way. I know me and Otis have stronger feelings on this than maybe Ethan does. Um, a lot of a lot. Of, we're gonna sound really angry at this one but a lot of men in particular are angry of the recent fact that in the most recent episode of she-hulk megan the stallion love that girl to death uh she was she made a guest appearance pretty much of the show 
And at the ending of the show, in like the course the after credits, it was like it wouldn't even like in the show, it was the credits oh, after yeah, the fact. Yeah, yeah. She makes the a post very, very brief cameo in the courtroom, and then it's a real post-credit mm-hmm. scene at the end. And the post-credit scene, they're pretty much in her office busting it open, twerking. Which for me, red-blooded male, I'm not mad at it. I enjoyed it. It was nice. I replayed it a couple times. Yeah, you, how many yeah times. you did. I won't say how many times lotion I by yourself. I don't say all that. You you saying all that. Is that just me? Fair. We're, we're, we still <laughs> don't get as age restricted on YouTube. Let's not do that. Um, <laughs> I watched it a couple times and I, I didn't think there was anything to be mad about until I got to Facebook. And apparently there's a lot of people that are angry of that, of the events that transpired there. Uh, the cover, two what, things really what, quickly for people, people are mad that that happened. For the people that say this isn't accurate to a character, you don't read comics. You don't know anything about this character because this is something she would do on a daily basis <laughs> yeah, throughout. Decade, like, yeah. diff, like all the different versions of her that have appeared in comics, she's done this to an extent. She was like all the time. dance, twerk, whatever else. I think there's yeah. a post going around that I saw Felicia share where she was like jump rope and naked. Mm-hmm. She's yeah, the, it's the characters, it's the characters' form of fashion, so it fits. Yeah. And for people that are mad about it, I'm like, what is there to be at, at this point? It's like you're just looking. I, I kind of already knew this show's gonna have some controversy because it's let it's a, a woman led show in particular and a woman that's very sexually expressive with herself. Mm-hmm. Um, I already noticed a lot of people that have been mad about the direction of Marvel lately because there's been a lot of women that have been taking the front in a lot of these shows and mm-hmm. movies coming up. Mm-hmm. So people are already kind of, well, I say people, we already know what kind of people are kind of mad about that. Sure. I just I just want to say shut the, shut the fuck up. Simple as that, just shut the fuck up. It's not that deep, it's not that important. You hear, like there's still heroes around, these, guys, these heroes are, it, it's shut the fuck up, bro. Like it's not a lot to say about it. It's, right. Shut up. Right. Yeah, I, I, I didn't know that. I mean, I saw some of the, the backlash and stuff like that. I said, like, whatever. I, to be angry that people are twerking for literally five, seven seconds in the post-credit scene of a mm-hmm. show. Mm-hmm. Keep in mind, Meg the Stallion or Megan the Stallion, as her, I guess her as a Christian. Yeah, name, that's me. Uh, <laughs> the, 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 <laughs> this is literally what she does. She's a multi-millionaire from basically doing that. She has other talents, but this is what this is part of what she's known for doing. I mean, if you, if you prefer to go unlotion, more power to you. I I know my own safety. I'm 40 years old, but but the it is this for for people to be up in arms about something like this. Is like what do you? Why are you wasting so much time? The world, it's a big world out there. Let's get onto more important stuff. Mm-hmm. And this this does bring us up to something else. We're not segueing off of She-Hulk necessarily, but it does bring up a point I wanted to, talk, to discuss with Otis and, and Charlie. Think about these shows we've had. We, we've had House of Dragons, Lord of the Rings, Rings of Power, and She-Hulk. They're all female-led properties that are out right now, and these are uh, major properties and very big uh, budget things. There are lots of dudes that are hating on them simply for saying, quote unquote, it's woke culture. It's a, it's terrible. What are you doing? They're upset about it. Ben Shapiro's losing his mind about She-Hulk. It's like, what do y'all, why do y'all care so much? Can't you just let a show be what it is and not worry so much about the the, the, the details of, oh my gosh, it's female, therefore it has to be wrong or evil or it had to make sure they're portrayed only in a very specific way? It's like, just get over it. For me, for the black men in particular, I have an issue with because as a black man, you should get the you should understand the feeling of for decades and for years, we had no representation when it came to media. And anytime we would get that representation, people would say, Oh, you're just being woke, you're trying to you're pushing an agenda. Yeah, agenda. You you would think as a black man, you wouldn't have an issue with people getting some representation when there's not a lot of it. Yes. Up until this point in the MCU. 
there weren't too many women leading the front. It was pretty pretty male led. It's like two. even on the main team, there's like it was all Widow and Marvel. Yeah, and then even then, Widow they killed her off really quickly. They killed her off. She didn't do too much. So now we have women that are strong and on par with some of the other stronger people here. I'm just oh, that's what you got to say, bro. I'm I'm done. Yeah, yeah, I'm done. So um, to the people that are mad about seeing some ass shaking, you're starting to sound like another community that y'all like to shit on a lot. I'm not I'm not gonna throw that shade all the way there, but I'm just saying like, why would you be mad at seeing an attractive woman doing the things that attractive women do? Like, what is their possibility? Like, do you not like to look at attractive women do attractive women things? Like, so what are you looking at then? What would you rather see? What would you rather see? Right. So I'm going to just leave those innuendos there. But it's like, bro, like, it's okay. (laughs) Like, it doesn't hurt you. This existing doesn't do anything. This doesn't, like, if you think, okay, first of all, this is a TV 14 show. So if you're mad that your, your child saw it, you should be mad at yourself because you're putting your child onto this show that's meant for 14 year olds. Right. And if you have a 14 year old and you don't like her seeing stuff like this, well, too fucking bad, right? Because she's already seen it. She's, she's already, already doing it. Friends. That's the world that we live in now. This is something that they're already aware of. You're not hiding anything. You're just showing your, your own repressed press whatever it is right like and you're being selective let's not keep it a bucket act like you probably like you probably cuss around your kids or you do some other shit that kids don't need to see but now you're 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 picking and choosing so raise your kids raise your kids yeah i I, here's something else i think would have happened i think otis and i I talked about this with something else before in the past if they have a person like make the stallion on the show and she isn't able to be what she actually is people would be even more upset like oh my gosh we're gonna have her on and be fake if they had make the stallion on there and she's walking around all proper and prim and it's like most of people people say oh my gosh it's an outrage you have that you're that you're repressing uh this proud black woman to be something else make her be something that she's not but now you have her on the show and she's actually had letting her go letting her be free letting her be what she does letting her do what she does it's like and you're mad about that too especially from the black community it's like what the fuck is going on here so seems I, backward as hell it seems really backwards yeah it does it's it's almost like you, you're damned if you do damn if you don't so again, I'm a, I'm gonna be over here with my lotion and my repeat button and just be chilling. Um, <laughs> um, really quickly, um, because we've kind of given our piece on a lot of these shows before we continue to talk about them, we're gonna do a new thing that we talked about doing for a little bit here in the show. Uh, I'm gonna drop to the streamyard in the YouTube chat for anybody that would like to come in and give their thoughts on this or just have a it's a Q and A. If you have any questions and you want answers from us, you can come into the show for a little bit. We'll bring you up and we can discuss this stuff. So I'm dropping the, the link in the chat right now. Word. Um, and one other thing I wanted to discuss too is just, I know that like we mentioned, having female-led uh, shows, and I'm glad we actually are doing this. It is interesting to see how these three shows, the female leads in all three of these shows are very different. And I like that we're actually, as opposed to being that we have to have the boilerplate like broken uh, female badass we've moved away from that now they actually the characters that women but the ways that women are being represented in tv and film has evolved to actually seem more mm-hmm. more nuanced and i'm glad to see that so anyone that wants to hate on them is like that's on you deal with your own shit uh, i'm i'm happy we're trying to to do more that's all all right uh, yeah the, the, the women titles that we saw be quote-unquote successful were like the ones where like the women essentially were just 
no emotion, just super robotic, but uh, also somehow have to still be attractive. Like it's it's yeah. just an impossible standard of a character that they wanted to be upheld in those films, and and yeah. all didn't come off well, which gave them further excuse to say, "Oh, women led things are bad because I, I don't know." It's just a that 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 uh, what is the word I'm saying? That image that they wanted to portray, it was a bad image. I um, agree. I'm glad we're getting away from it and starting to see like actual characters with different personalities and feelings. Like, uh, say what you want about Kamala Khan, but like Kamala is an individual. There's no other female character that's ever been on screen, in my opinion, that acted like her. She is her herself, and mm-hmm. I feel like we deserve more characters like that of both yes. male and female variety, yeah, anything in between. Right. I mean, she she feels, and it's just going off with uh, with Chris here. He's like, yeah, exactly. It's like the hypocrisy out there too is a is bizarre. Um, it's like, yeah, you have to uh, look look at yourself, look what you're doing too, before you worry about everything else in the world. But um, but yeah, you're right, Otis, in that Kamala Khan felt like a very real character, regardless of race or gender. She felt like a real character first and foremost. Mm-hmm. That's what I want. I don't want storytelling to sacri- to to suffer because people are so caught up in. You know the, the superficial bullshit. Uh, what race are they? Well, if, if they're black, and this is something we talk about a thousand times. I know with the three of us. Well, if it's a black character, they for they had to seem black. They had to, they had to talk a certain way. They had to be a certain tough kind of way. They had to be from a certain spot. It's like no, make them a character. Don't make their defining trait be their race. Make them mm. a character first and foremost, and whatever else on the side is fine. Uh, but and I, I, I know we're, we're kind of <laughs> we're, we're dealing with the much bigger topic, and it's the three guys talking about it, but. I, I think that in order for us to actually get to progress properly as a, uh, a society, society that pre- that appreciates film and TV and just storytelling in general, we have to be willing to mm-hmm. go beyond what's already been done before. We have to be willing to right. actually uh, think a little further, think a little deeper about certain things, not just settle for the exact same trope. You mentioned the, the idea of image. Women were expected to have one specific image for so long, whether it be through magazines or through um, the way men, uh, uh, through the male gaze, Fetishizing them, and I'm glad that we have more female storytellers and people that are involved with, that, um, with TV and film that are women to actually kind of reframe uh, that little outlook. Right, and again, we're three men talking about this. So, if there are any women that are watching or that will watch this after the fact, let us know in the comments, or if you're in the chat as, as of now, come on up and like give us your, give us your thoughts. Because um, again, we're only men; we can only speak about so many things um, from our perspective. Exactly. Uh, yeah, but it's 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 dope. Again, I love the show. I love She Hulk. Um, I love first off, I love Tatiana Maslany, and I think she's killing it in this role. I think she kind of fits the character, um, and I'm loving the sh- direction of the show. The show's not hyper serious. Again, I feel like we've had some really dark and serious shows, like since pretty much since Marvel's been doing their shows um, on Disney. Yeah, and this is the first one where. It, it, Almost in a sense of Deadpool, where like it doesn't take itself too seriously, as his jokes there is covering some serious stuff and it's, it's leading into bigger things later on, like Abomination being a part of the Thunderbolts, probably Wong being a part of that. Um, the Wrecking Crew was there. The Wrecking Crew, yeah, man, I saw that. I think I talked about it in our chat where may, a lot of people may not know who the Wrecking Crew are. <laughs> They're not the biggest. Um, I more so became aware of them because I played Ultimate Alliance way back in the day, and they were a big boss that you had to fight at that point. Pretty much just regular dudes they got a hold of Asgardian weapons and they yeah. just wanted to fuck up Thor. Um were, were they were they originally construction workers? Is that what it was? I can't mm-hmm. remember. Yeah, they were yeah, the yeah, original construction yeah, workers. Because originally uh, Thor himself was also a construction worker that mm-hmm. got yeah, but Donald Blake. Yeah. 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 
Um, and it's, it's dope, man. Like seeing all these characters in there. I'm still excited to see how Matthew Cox Daredevil comes in and how he fix that or any other surprise characters that may pop in because they've already had some uh, some interesting things going on. It's, it's dope, man. It's dope. I can't say too much about it. Yeah, no, I'm right yeah. there with you. I, yeah, I'm sorry, Otis. You can go ahead, brother. I was just going to say, like, you, like for the people who are bragging on that show, like, I'm just curious, what, what exactly are you ragging about? Because you got Comet accuracy. You got you got great uh, uh, performances by, you know, Tatiana Maslany and the, uh, the rest of the cast there. Like, you got funny scenarios. Like, what are you, what is missing to you? What is, what is the show that's like, what is so bad about this show that you're so angry about it? Yeah, that's angry. Like, that's the thing. Angry. Not just like, oh, this isn't for me or I don't like it, but actually angry. Yeah. All right. Yeah, if I was petty, I'd go to Facebook and, you know, pull up some post of people being but i'm not that petty i'm not that yeah, petty though yeah, yeah, yeah. no <laughs> we don't have to seek to sink to their level um yeah. we'll, but we'll I, say that I for agree. captain no captain when uh he's ready to drop that yeah i'll let him do that because jesus christ uh yeah man do you have any other like remarks about the about the shows or any of the content that we've been watching so far uh i, I just i just want to echo your sentiments and i'm i am glad i think that the casting of all of these women in all these shows is great i do think that casting Tatiana Maslany, I, I said it before a couple weeks ago, she's I know she wasn't around as much in the first episode as far as actually outside of the, the CGI and everything, but she's she brings a certain level of charm just as her. She knows how to just do the comedy and everything so well. I just, I just love seeing Tatiana Maslany do her thing. So, so yeah. mm-hmm. Same here. Have y'all seen the mocap stuff? Like behind the scenes of like her mocap with Meg? That's just serious. <laughs> like yeah, you can tell they fun. The table that they have Tatiana stand on to be the proper height is hilarious to me. Like <laughs> that that was that was the best part of it. But I mean, yeah, like the the scene was perfect. Like that was the perfect way to end that episode, considering that, that there was a, a whole alien still in Meg the Stallion's image, like that. Mm-hmm. It's a fun show. It's not, like you said. It's not uh, taking itself super seriously. No, and not at all. Honestly, I feel like this is this is the comedy that that makes sense in the MCU. Like, right? Know, we don't we don't need the 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 the, the tights of well, what I can't I can never pronounce his name. Taika what? What? Whatever the fuck that he did with those last two Thor movies, we don't need. That's, that. Hey, hey, hold that's, on. That's, wait, that's, wait, that's wait, a whole episode. Wait, 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 wait. Okay, okay. We got a whole. That's a whole episode, brother. It was, it was too much. I won't say it was funny, but it was too much funny. I'll say that. I enjoyed yeah. some of Sakai Watiti's stuff. Like some, of, know, some of his and, stuff was cool. And, and you don't know how to put Ragnarok and everything else, but I think the biggest problem is with those movies that he does is the, is the tone shifts can be very drastic. Yeah, yeah. This, with um, the, the biggest thing with uh, She-Hulk is that the it knows what tone is going for, especially with Tatiana Maslany is trying to be an anchor. She's trying to be more serious. And the She-Hulk itself, in and of itself, is such a goofy thing. So it's almost that that dichotomy of those two. It, it works well. So it's yeah. it it understands what it's doing and isn't going too far with it. It's a sitcom. It's a Marvel sitcom, and I'm fucking it's with Marvel it. Sitcom. Yeah. Pretty much. Um, before we close out, church announcements, everybody, congregation, please gather around. Gather brothers and sisters. Uh, let's go ahead and get the setup all on the way out. Church announcements. Obviously, we still have the. Uh, the Dragon Ball's blurred documentary that me and Ethan are working on. We have that still coming. Working on that. Uh, it's gonna be a little bit to get that done because we got all the interviews we need to accrue versus all the editing we got to do. But this is gonna be probably one of the better videos we put on the channel ever. Yeah. So I'm glad we're working on that one. 
obviously as well. If you are a fan of comic books and want to support black creators, uh, my friends here have well, Ethan and uh, Stan and our friend Otis here have put out a comic already with our friend Ethan called Briarlands that I have read myself. I thoroughly enjoy. Um, so if you're a fan of that, you can go to echelongenovels.com and pick that book up. It's dope. Please give it a killer read. Uh, as well as me and myself and one of my uh, close friends, Jeffrey, have another book coming out with that same company, uh, Son of Shite. And we have that coming soon. We got to get that relettered and get that out. Um, and again, if you are looking to create your own stories and things of that nature, go checklongenovels.com and give them uh, a checkout. Give my boy some support there. Do you have any other thing you want to shout out before we take off? No. All right, cool. Oh, last one. Yeah. Go ahead. It was like uh, closing with uh, what you think from the next episode of uh, House of Dragon and anything on that. Also, the, the third. Ep- that's gonna be. I mean, I'm watching it tonight. I'm actually. Getting some, I'm like. I'm getting popcorn to watch it. That's how serious I'm at this. Uh, Crabmaster. Hey, low key. We may need to, a little, we need to watch that together. Low key. If y'all are up, if we're watching at the same time, if y'all want to do the HBO, yeah. But uh, maybe, yeah, maybe because that Crabmaster looks yeah. like a, the Crabmaster looks like a legit like eight like a anime mm-hmm. or something. You know what I mean? You feel me? So. He about to. He about to. He about to. I ain't gonna lie. I'm trying not. I'm no. trying to make sure we don't get age restricted for YouTube. But I mean, we, we already talking f bombs. The, the, the thing that I loved was I think what Otis mentioned before I watched the show was how the the brother with the bleach dreads was like is a mastermind, almost like a, not a louche, but he's he, he a technician out here. He doing his. He doing his thing. Yeah, he's he's crafty. He's very. That's my favorite crafty. character. I'm not gonna lie. Of course he is. He's, he's closest to Lelouch there is. Um, and he he knew to team up with old boy with uh, Matt uh, Smith or whatever. I bet you anything mm. it'll happen because because what Damon or Damon his name is, he's not like super duper smart. He's not super duper big fighter. And so I, I feel like uh, old boy is uh, like the, the the brother with the dress. Like I can manipulate. I will rule the world. I have all the money and everything. I can manipulate all these pawns to do my bidding, and I will be sitting at the top. I wouldn't be surprised my, if he. My guess is that he tries that. He tries to manipulate him, and then he underestimates how intelligent he actually is, and he murders old boy. Like he's he's not going to do with the dreads. He's so you're saying Matt Smith gets killed? Matt, no, Matt, I'm saying Matt, Matt Smith. Kills. Yeah, that's what I'm. That's what my guess. I'm like, he seems like the type where he seems like he's easily manipulated, but he, I think his arc's gonna be where he's gonna get tired of being manipulated and like fight back. He will fight. I, he will fight back. I'm curious to see how that plays out, though. I honestly think it might be somewhere slightly in between. I think it's gonna be a situation where, you know, the uh, Damon knows he 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 knows he's there to to get uh, some of the power, so he lets him run certain things of it while he gets to have his fun, and then yeah. somewhere that's gonna go wrong. So I mean, one one side is probably gonna come out ahead of the other, or one is gonna yeah. die in the other. But yeah. I think for a little bit of time, they will be a nice little power couple. I think I agree. I think it will. Power it will couple is crazy. Turn south. <laughs> <laughs> power couple is crazy. They're so cute together. So hey, cute. I mean, I, 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 I think I'm, I'm right there with you. Though. I think it's gonna eventually turn sour eventually. But he's too cool of a character. Plus, he's one of. The, I mean, you finally have some. We have, we have color. We have color. People of color in both Lord of the Rings and House in a uh, uh, Game of Thrones. We can't get rid of it. From Chris. What? Chris is wild. Chris is a wild boy. Oh, uh, again, uh, last thing before we let out for anybody that's watching this on Twitter, I said Twitter, on Twitch, I would ask of you if you wouldn't mind taking a chance to go over to our YouTube channel and watch it there. Give us a sub. Um, we need support on there if you will. Think again, road to a thousand. We've been 
getting a lot of support as of late, and we hope for yeah, continued yeah, support. Yeah, a bump last week. Yeah, 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 we're like three sixteen now, three sixteen. Um, again, yeah. So thank you guys for tuning in. Hmm. Because he says Stone Cold Steve Austin. I was, I was like, is he saying to put the Bible? Yeah, I knew, I knew you were doing something like that. I knew Jesus like Christ. That. I knew. Thank you guys for tuning in. We're going to over. It's over. No more tangents. I promise. No, no, yeah. This has been another episode of the Then and Now podcast. Thank you guys for showing up. Thank you guys for your support and will for your continued oh, wait, support. Wait, 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 wait. I'm sorry, Deb. Uh, wait. Uh, y'all know y'all know this better than I do. What creature is this? I got this uh, as a present from uh, a lady friend. Bulbasaur. It's Bulbasaur. 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 I don't know Pokemon yet. Well. Okay. Thank you. Okay. That's a Venusaur, right? Because it well, that was the bloomed open, right? Yeah, it's, it's, it says one of those like kind of plants in its in its butt. Basically, it's designed to have hold a plant. So I wasn't sure what the actual. Is it? Well, it's probably his Bulbasaur. Yeah. Bulbasaur. Okay. That's what we. That's what we stopped the show for. Yes. Mm. I'm sorry. I meant, to bring, I, meant to bring, I meant to bring it up hours ago, and I and I forgot. Oh, oh man. I'm we'll see y'all next man. week, man. Look at Warner Brothers doing something right for once. Keep Damn, going, with House of Dragon.